everybody. Welcome to another episode of Call Her Creator, powered by Stan. I'm your host, Caitlin Rhodes, also known as Social Marketing Queen. And today we are talking about viral reels. So everybody knows at this point, if you want to grow on Instagram, you have to jump on the reels bandwagon. So I'm going to go through all of my viral reels tips that have helped me reach millions of views so that you can do the same thing. So Reels have been a priority over on Instagram since 2020. I actually think a lot of my success obviously came from Reels because I started posting on them. I was an early adopter and they started going off and then my Instagram profile grew and now I have this multi six figure business. So I owe that all to Instagram. Um, today we're gonna be walking through you know, the best timing for Reels, transitions, audio, and of course your actual content. So let's get into it. Now, before we get started today, I want to shout out one of our loyal listeners for their amazing review of the podcast. And I hope that you will go leave me a review as well if you like what you hear. So this person in particular said, I've been following Caitlin for quite a while now. And when I received the email, she was starting a podcast. The excitement I felt was embarrassing. The amount of useful information she gives is unreal. I sat down for episode one and have four pages of notes. I love how she's genuine, knows her stuff, and I feel like I should be paying for this information. That is so funny. Um, You probably should be paying for this information. I don't just give you guys fluff. I really try to give you real life tactics and strategies that you can do to grow your Instagram, to grow your business. So I'm really happy about that review. Again, if you haven't left me a review yet, please go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and leave a five-star review. Now, for our social media update for the week, I didn't really see too much updates going on this week. So I wanted to spotlight a feature that I think is really cool and it relates to today's episode, which is the Clip Hub over in the Reels Editor. Now, for those of you who create Reels, the editor now has the functionality for you to add in GIFs during your Reel. So if you were to record like, you know, three snippets of a Reel, you can go into the editor and then add a GIF that kind of complements your video or relates to it. And I feel like it really engages the audience. It can be funny. It can be surprising. Um, All you have to do when you're editing a reel, look for a button at the bottom that says Clip Hub. And then once you click on that button, you're going to find hundreds of fun gifts to play around with. Um, If I were you, again, I would try to add something that's funny or surprising to your audience so that you kind of break up your reel. Um, But this is a really cool feature that Instagram has added, you know, on top of the reels Uh, transitions too that you can do, which we're going to get into into this episode. But if you end up trying the Clip Hub on your next reel, tag me in the comments at Social Marketing Queen or call her creator and I'll go give you some engagement because it's a really cool feature to use. Now for the main event, we are talking about the viral reels formula. If you are listening to this podcast, you're welcome in advance because you are going to learn so much from this episode about how you can increase your views, likes, shares, the engagement of your reels, all by following a few little tips that I have for you. Now, I have posted a ton of reels. I've gotten millions of views. Of course, I've had my fair share of flopping reels that didn't perform very well, but for the most part, I do pretty well with reels as far as views go and comments. So I'm gonna walk you guys through 
exactly what I do and some of the features that I use on my reels that helps me get the best views and engagement. So first, let's talk about some reels facts. There are 2.35 billion people that are interacting with reels every month. So if you think about that, 2.35 billion and you're not jumping on that, like you're truly getting left behind. The majority of the Reels audience is between 25 to 34 years old. So again, think about whoever your target audience is. Do they fall in that age range? Then you need to be posting Reels. And I want to also note, users can now upload Reels up to 90 seconds long. Now, I'm gonna get into the timing with you guys because I don't necessarily think you need to use the 90 second reel feature, but we'll, we'll talk about timing in a minute. So what makes a good reel or TikTok? A lot of the stuff that I'm gonna be telling you about reels today can also be used for TikTok, to be honest with you. They're really like, they're almost the same thing if we're being honest. So we're gonna talk about timing, transitions, your audio choice, the value of your content, and then some extra little tips that I have for you guys that I like to use that are easy for you to execute on as well. So first we're gonna talk about the timing of a reel. I'm almost thinking like you're in front of me. How many of you guys create reels that are over 30 seconds long? Raise your hand if you're riding in your car right now, if you're at work, raise your hand if you do a reel that's over 30 seconds. Well, you should know that the best performing reels right now are between seven to 15 seconds long. At least that's what has worked well for me. Um, the longer the reels are, you have to remember that Instagram measures your watch time. So if you are creating a reel that's 90 seconds long, your audience is gonna have to watch for a long time for that to count as watch time, if that makes sense. Let me kind of back that up a little bit. Imagine you make a... 15 second reel and the algorithm is watching watch time for that reel to like almost complete watch time you're going to need like them to listen to like 10 seconds of the reel versus if you were to make a 90 second reel they're going to have to watch that reel for closer to 60 seconds you see what i'm saying like the completion of their watch time is what the algorithm is looking at so the longer they watch your video the better so we kind of want to keep it shorter because to be honest with you you know in today's world our we're like squirrels. We are just scrolling through. And if something doesn't stop our scroll, we're going on to the next thing. So I think that we need to keep it short and sweet. And then of course you can go back into the caption and explain more there. So statistics show that the average length of a successful reel is 16 to 17 seconds long. So take this information as you want. I suggest seven to 15 seconds. Studies show 16 to 17 seconds work. Again, at the end of the day, watch time is what you need to focus on. If they're watching your reel, the algorithm is going to continue sharing it to more and more people because it thinks that people are relating you know, to whatever you're posting about. So keep watch time in mind when you are posting your reels. Now, another amazing stat that I read is that 85% of people watch reels with their sound off. I think that's incredibly crazy because there's a lot of us out there that post reels thinking that they can hear the sound. So like those voiceover reels, the trending audio reels, those are great, but you gotta remember that a lot of people, most people, 85% of people have their volume turned off. So that's why it's so important for you to use closed captioning if that's something that you wanna use, or at least just be very um, specific about your hook or your title. 
So when I say your hooker title, that's you using the text overlay tool. So if you head over to my Instagram, whether you look at Call Her Creator or Social Marketing Queen, all of my reels have titles slash hooks on them. It is like a one-liner that is going to hook them in with some kind of pain point. Throughout the video too, when I am posting reels, I might write something out with using the text overlay tool or I might just use the closed captions button. Now keep in mind, a lot of people don't know this, there is a closed captions button when you're editing your reel. You would just go to the stickers button at the top and then you can click closed captions. And what that's gonna do is it's going to type out anything that you say in the reel. Now keep in mind the closed captions button does not work for your audio. So if you used like a trending audio that's a like a voiceover or something that you lip sync, the closed caption is not gonna read that. It's only going to write out what you say in the video. So keep that in mind. Now when it comes to text on your reel, there's a couple of things I wanna talk about here. There's so much to unload when we talk about reels. So first you need to make sure it's easy to read. So I personally suggest using the same font and colors every single time you post a reel. So if you go back to my profile, I pick like three to four colors that I use every single time. One, I feel like that levels up my branding on my page, but two, it helps people, you know, when they're scrolling through their feed, they're gonna recognize my brand colors. And then three, it just makes everything cohesive on your page. So pick out some colors that relate to your brand and then stick to one or two fonts. Now, when it comes to fonts, I do not want you guys using that scribble font. It's hard to read. People don't like stuff that's hard to read. Same goes with the colors. Stay away from those bright lit colors because it's hard on the eyes. Now here's another little tip that some people don't know as well. I know that when you write your text overlay on your reel, you get like, the color palette is very limited, but if you hold down a color, it will bring up all the colors of the rainbow. So you could get like darker blue or navy or dusty rose, like whatever color matches your branding you can actually choose that. You do not have to choose those bright colors. I don't particularly like seeing bright yellows, greens, bright orange. They're just hard on the eyes. So if it were up to me, I would tell you to stick to black and white and then those easy to read fonts. Another thing to keep in mind when you are using the text overlay tool is your hook is so, so, so important. It's probably one of the most important parts of your reel. It's what people see as soon as they're scrolling past one of your videos. So you wanna make sure that your hook solves some type of pain point. So for example, you know, I'm just gonna talk about some of my reels. Most of them are like, hey, try this new feature or hey, doing this will help increase your engagement. You see how I'm like talking about a pain point, like I'm hooking them into something that they have to keep watching to understand what the actual outcome is. That's what I mean when I say hook or title. And then of course, lastly, when it comes to text overlay, if you can make it relatable to your audience, you know, think about their pain points. That's why buyer personas are so important. Put your head into their head and think about them when you are posting your reels. Do not be a look at me profile, be a learn from me profile and have your audience in mind. Now the next 
part of a successful viral reel is going to be transitions. And I don't mean those transitions where you hit the camera and you're in a new place and you jump up and you change clothes. You do not have to do those crazy transitions. Now, if you were to have jumped on reels back when they first came out, there was a lot of those transitions coming along. I was actually, that. I feel like that's how some of my reels went viral because I was doing the crazy transitions where I would jump up and then I'd have a notebook in my hand magically. Um, Thankfully, we do not have to do that anymore, guys. Um, B-roll is actually working pretty well for people. But just like when I talk about transitions, I'm just saying move your camera or change your background up every now and then. You know, move within the first three to five seconds of your reel. If you walk away with anything from this training today, this episode, move within the first three to five seconds of your reel. That is going to engage your audience. It's going to make them keep watching and it's gonna surprise them. Now, why do transitions work? It's because they keep your video interesting. Again, you don't have to be crazy with it. You can, um, maybe you're recording yourself talking so you have the camera in front of you and then you record for like the first three to five seconds and then you just turn your camera over to the side of you change your face over and just move around. And then again, maybe you don't wanna move your camera angle, then just move your background. Start recording your reel in the living room and then go to another room for the next part. Moving around is what's going to keep people engaged and keep keep them watching your video or your reel. Same goes with TikTok. Now, there is a new feature, which I talked about earlier in this episode, which is the Clip Hub. Um, This is an easy way to add a transition. You truly could record yourself for three to five seconds at the beginning, you know, like give the title and then add in a clip hub, a GIF to break up the video and then continue talking again after you add in that clip hub. On top of that, you could also use the transitions editor, which I believe I'm going to get into in a minute. But the transitions editor is a new feature on Instagram Reels where you don't even have to do anything. You just click transitions and it can do stuff like warp or it could like it pushes the video to it looks like maybe someone scrolled to the right and then it goes into the next thing um, or there's like something where it disappears the video and then the next slide comes up. So try using that transitions editor. I actually have a blog over on influencestudio.com blog. I've written out a whole blog for how to use the Reels transitions. So I suggest checking that blog out because it's going to walk you through exactly how to use it, you know, how each of them work, and then it's gonna give you some tips on when to use it in your Reel. While we're talking about transitions, I really love using InShot if I'm doing like a longer form video. Um, InShot has, gosh, I would say like 30 different transitions for you to use. Some of them are like fading the video. Some are like sliding the video out. Some are like a little starburst that pops your video out. There's really cool transitions over an InShot that you're not gonna find over an Instagram. So I suggest checking that out. I do believe there's a free version of InShot or you can do the paid version, which might give you a little more features. Another key element of your viral reels is to choose the right audio. So first we're gonna talk about trending audio and then we're going to talk about original audio. So Instagram is still favoring trending audio. The way to find trending audio is to scroll through Instagram, scroll through the reels, and check out the bottom left-hand side where the audio is. You're gonna look for a little diagonal arrow down there by the audio 
um, name. This means that the audio is trending and that you should jump on the trend. Now, keep in mind that trending audio um, it's not the same across the board. So like there might be a trending audio, but it's like way it's been used so many times that if you were to jump on the trend at this time, you would be a needle in a haystack. No one's going to see your video. So you want to jump on trends early. So what I suggest to my clients is to click on the trending audio and see how many people have used that audio. If it's less than 10,000 uses, then I'd say you're safe to go. Um, The sweet spot for me is around 5,000 uses. Another thing that you can look at is click on the trending audio and check out the reels that have used that audio already. If you see a couple of reels that have already gotten millions of views, more than likely that trend is popping off and you should use it. So just to recap here, you're trying to stay under 10,000 uses and you're looking to see if that reel has already made someone go viral. That's going to be your equation for success right there if those two things are happening. Then there is original audio. Now, when original audio first came out, a lot of people were jumping on the original audio and creating their own um, audio. It was them like talking or something. And if that ended up going viral, then your name ended up getting a lot of exposure because you were the creator of the original audio. So original audio is a really great way to engage your audience. Um, This can be a voiceover. Maybe it's just you doing a tutorial or an explainer video, or maybe you just record like a seven second audio clip, something like you want this, you're going to need this. That's what I'm talking about. Whenever people were doing original audio, like in the earlier days, they were recording themselves talking like that and making easily repeatable reels. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you want this, you're going to have this. Anybody could jump on that audio. So it ended up going viral. And then that person who made it, she or he or she was the original creator. So her reel stayed at the very top. So if anybody clicked on that audio, you would see that reel of the original creator. I did this a couple of times. Um, It worked for me a few times. I had a couple go viral, which helped me. It actually brought me in a lot of followers. I actually have another friend who, this was a bulk of her Instagram reel strategy, and she brought in a lot of new followers by doing original audio. So if you wanna try to make original audio work for you, you, there's some things you wanna keep in mind. One, you obviously want to be relatable. Um, Two, you might think about people that are in your own industry that can relate to like some of the pain points you have. So like, you know, say you're a nurse, you're gonna wanna relate to other nurses. So you would do some audio that would make them laugh and then they'll jump on it and do it. So just keep in mind your audience, you know, are you trying to make an original audio for your target audience or are you just trying to be relatable to other industry experts? experts. Keep that in mind when you are doing original audio. Now, when it comes to reels, your content is also very important. It needs to be valuable. So there's a couple things I always tell people when they're recording reels. One, you want to keep your uh, mobile video vertical. So up and down, not side to side. So you want your video up and down so that it takes over the entire screen. Two, you want to be authentic. You want to be yourself. Three, don't be overly produced that's is we're not we're not on YouTube. We're on Reels, we're on Instagram Reels. People are going to relate better of you in a dumpster fire versus you sitting over here in a really overly produced um studio. So keep that in mind. Um 
educational or relatable, and then obviously show off your personality. I think another reason my reels went viral in those beginning stages, I still have reels that go viral, but I think what set me apart from a lot of the other creators back then was that I was showing off my personality. I, If you go watch my reels, you will see that I am funny. I like to dance. I don't take myself too seriously. I'm a jokester. So I think that's what sets me apart from other creators. So think about something. What's one of your strong points about who you are and lean into that with your reels. It's going to help you stand out from all the others. Now, when it comes to your posting schedule with Reels, I'm gonna tell you what I do and what you can do and what I think is best, okay? So for me, you guys have to remember, I'm a full-time content creator, so I post two Reels a day, seven days a week. So that's 14 Reels. I post 14 Reels a week. That's a lot. That's a lot for me. Um, I actually have a team member that helps me do this. She probably posts at least half of those. So don't compare yourself to me if you're not a full-time content creator. If you are a small business owner or, you know, a brand, at minimum, I want you posting three reels a week. But if I, like in a perfect world, I would say five, five reels a week. So that's a lot of content. That's a lot of brain juice. That's a lot of you having to come up with stuff that is worth a video. Um, you know, don't put too much pressure on yourself here. Again, a minimum is three. So if you could do three reels a week, I'd be happy for you. Um, I do have a reels challenge in my bio if you want to go grab it. It has 30 days of reels to kind of get you in the groove of posting. And it gives you an, an idea for each day. So if you want to go grab that, totally cool with that. Um, other ideas are to go to people that are in your industry that have a bigger following than you and go do some research. How often are they posting each week? What are they posting about? Are they doing explainer videos? How are those performing? Are they jumping on trends? How are those performing? What kind of engagement are they getting? What kind of comments, likes, shares? Keep all of this stuff in mind because that's gonna help you kind of like benchmark your own progress. Um, in my early stages of being a content creator, I engaged a lot with other creators in my community. So of course I was seeing how often they were posting. I kind of got inspiration. Oh, they're doing these seven second reels now. Of course, everyone's doing seven second reels now because they they work because the watch time. Remember I told you guys, if people almost basically complete your watch time, the algorithm's gonna keep sharing it over and over again. Um, there are some other trends going on right now with reels. I'm gonna tell y'all if I hate them or love them. Let's see, the first one is telling people to read your caption. I do think this is still a good practice if you want to do a short video, but you have so much to say that you can't fit it into the video, then of course you're gonna want them to read your caption. And then in the caption, go into detail about whatever it is. This is all gonna be relate back to the rule of three. And I believe that was in episode one. I told you guys there's three different ways you can make reels. One, you can jump on a trending audio and just have the text overlay on the actual reel. Two, you could do a reel that is you, you know, doing something with the trending audio and then it says read caption. Three, the other thing is you talking, explainer video, more long form video. All three of those are, are really great and I do suggest playing around with all of them. But going back to what's trending now, um, the read the caption reels are doing really well right now. Also reels, looping reels, looping reels, which I have here in my notes. So 
I have a love-hate relationship with looping reels because sometimes I feel like they get me because I'll end up watching the reel like three or four times because it's looping over and over again, but then I feel tricked and then I feel dirty afterwards. So looping reels are new to the viral hacks trends. Loop reels are short videos that repeat seamlessly. So people don't even know they rewatched your video two to three times because it kept looping. So the best way to do a looping video is it ends up being probably like four to five seconds long and you use an audio that you can't even really tell that the music is looping. I've done a couple of these on my profile. They work. I will tell you they work because you end up getting people to rewatch them over and over again. So you end up getting more views and then the algorithm sees that and he's sharing it to more and more people. So they work. But again, sometimes I just feel slimy doing them because I just feel like I'm heating my audience. But I think there's a there's a time and a place for looping reels. So if you do decide to do them, you know, do your thing, chicken wing. Um, Going back to your the best practices and scheduling your content. Now, remember, I had suggested minimum of three. If you can do five, that would be great. Um, One other thing you need to keep in mind when you are posting these reels is to maintain your captions that they have keywords in them and hashtags. I still love hashtags. So the way that I break up the hashtags is I do three to five hashtags that are specific to the reel itself, three to five hashtags that are specific to your industry, one to two location-based if you're like brick and mortar, and then one to two keywords. Here's another little tip I thought of. Gosh, I just keep thinking of so many things. Um, I always tag my location when I post reels. And typically it's not where I'm actually at. Um, that's because I live in a small town and my target audience just, it doesn't, my target audience, some of them are here, but most of them are in bigger cities because I'm wanting to reach these bigger brands, right? So I will tag big cities. San Francisco, Hollywood, Nashville, New York. Um, Try to tag your location when you do post your reels and just see what it does for you. And think about your target audience too. Where are those people at? Try tagging yourself there. Couple other things about reels, especially when we're talking about the settings. One, um, scheduling reels is a new thing and it's super cool to save you time. You can actually schedule your reel right within the app. So you would just go to advanced settings whenever you're going to post the reel and scroll down and it will have a place that says schedule reel and then you can pick what day and time to schedule it. That's super cool. Um, Collaborative reels also are a really good feature to test out and try. The cool thing when you do a collaboration is that that reel will then get seen on your newsfeed as well as the collaborator's newsfeed. So you get in front of more audiences. Um, Some other things you can also tag people, you know, not as a collaborator, not as a collaborator, but just as a tag so that they'll see it. Um, And then the last thing I believe is there's like an alt text feature. So if you want to be accessible to other people that just, you know, the people that can't see then you can go in there and kind of write out what your reel is about. So those are a couple settings that people don't really know about. Now to my favorite reels apps. There's a couple of them that I love to use and I want to share them with you. Two in particular. So the first one is InShot. I've talked about this one before. Um, I believe that this is really good for beginners. There are ways for you to add transitions. There's ways for you to add extra audio, um, royalty free music. You could add in um, special effects audio. You can do their closed captions tool 
I like better than the Instagram one. It just looks better to me. And the thing with InShots closed captions versus the Reels one is that the Reels closed captions, there's not like as far as personalizing what it looks like, there's really not a lot of options there. I think you can choose a color and then there's like a couple font choices. If you use InShot, you have a plethora of font choices. You can outline the text, you can shadow the text, you can make it big, you can make it small. There's just so much more you can do with closed captioning over on InShot. Um, another really good app I like is called the Reels Templates and Maker. This one is for my lazy peeps out there or just people that want a really creative reel but they don't have a lot of um, experience editing reels. This one is basically Reels Templates and so you go in and you watch a couple reels and then whichever one you relate to the most, you can just throw in. It'll tell you how many videos or photos to throw in and it does all of the editing for you. Love, love, love that app. It's super simple to use. Um, and then Splice is another one. I've told you guys before, I do think that's more for like intermediate expert uh, people that can edit video. Splice is cool because I've done some videos where there's like two of me in the video. So there's like extra effects that you can do with Splice that you're not going to get anywhere else. All right. So I'm going to wrap this up as me being a beginner on Instagram, what I would do if I was first getting into reels. So step one is I am going to research some keywords and hashtags that relate to my industry and kind of see what other people are posting on the app. So you can just go to the search bar, type in, you know, mental health coach and see what other people are posting and take a little journal and write down a couple of content ideas that you're seeing. Then I'm going to kind of study how long are their reels? Are they longer? Are they shorter? I'm going to note that down. And then I'm also going to see what reels are showing up on the explore feed, because if they're showing up on the explore feed, they're probably either going viral or they're performing really well. So you're going to grab inspiration from that. Um, the next thing I'm going to do is I'm going to go play around in the editor. I'm going to record uh, my face. I'm going to put it in there and I'm just going to play around with the text overlay tool. I'm going to play around with clipping the reel, like making it shorter. I'm going to play around with the transitions editor. I'm just going to do all the things so that I can just get my hands on it because I'm a person that learns by doing. Now, quick tip. If you are scared of the camera, one thing that I tell people to do is if you want to kind of warm yourself up to posting reels, start with your Instagram stories. Get on there, show your face, talk to these people that are already following you. And once you start getting a little bit of feedback from that, you start to get the confidence to post more reels with your face in them. Now, if you are starting an account and you do not want to show your face, that is totally cool. That's where B-roll comes in. So B-roll is where you're taking little snippets of your day. Maybe you're walking the dog. Maybe you're pouring coffee. Um, there are apps out there that you could use for B-roll footage too. One of my favorites is called GridBank. Uh, they have a ton of video that's actually vertical mobile video that you can use on your own. And it looks super legit. Like it looks like I recorded it and I posted it. So Decide if you want to show your face or if you want to be faceless and, you know, do some research there. The next thing you want to work on is your hooks. Now, this is where ChatGBT can really come into play and help you. You could always go over there and kind of say like, hey, I'm getting I'm going to start posting some Instagram reels pertaining to social media marketing. Please give me 10 different hooks 
that hit a specific pain point of Instagram growth. And once you do that, ChatGPT is gonna give you a bunch of different headlines and you can play around with those hooks. Um, when you do go to editing your first reel, you know, you're gonna record the reel and then you're gonna get to the editing part. When I'm doing my hooks and my titles, again, I told you guys, use the same font, same colors, make your hook and title a little bit big so it pops out, and then feel free to add in emojis just to kind of stop the scroll as well. If you go over to my reels, you'll see that I definitely use emojis that make sense to whatever my reel is talking about. Um, and then again, you know, use your movement. If you, if this was your first reel and you forgot to do that, there's a thing that you can do when you're editing your reel. If you click on the video, it will say split. What that does is that splits up your video. So this one big video just went into two different videos. And what you can do when you split the videos is you can add in a transition or you can add in a Giphy from the Clip Hub. So I suggest doing that. Again, I told you guys those tend to work really well and they're just so easy to use. So why not try them? So play around with the editing tool. Um, and then once you're done with that, Spot check to make sure you didn't have any spelling error errors with your text and rewatch your reel. You know, before you go to post it, watch your reel. I also tell people download your reel before you post it because then you could go repurpose it over to TikTok or YouTube without the watermark. But once you're at that part, you know, then you're going to get to your caption. Captions are very important too, as far as the reel goes. Um, of course, the reel is the star of the show, but people are still going to read your caption. So you wanna write in there, you know, explain what the reel is about, have some keywords in there, break up your sentences, use emojis to stop the scroll, add in your hashtags, tag your location, and post. Now, what do you do after you post the reel? There are a couple different um, engagement strategies that I do once I post my reel. The first one I'll do just to warm up my views is I will go to my stories and I will ask a simple question using the sticker, the engagement sticker, the poll sticker. I'm just gonna ask them a simple question that relates to the reel that I'm about to share. So let's just say, hey, is your engagement down? Yes or no? After I post that, I'm gonna go to my reel and I'm going to send it to my stories. Now, once I send it to my stories, I'm gonna put a little one-liner, like if you answered yes, check out this reel, or if you answered no, you don't need to watch this and then point down something that, you know, something that gets them to read what you wrote and then watches, they, it makes them watch the reel. This is going to extend your views because your, you know, views count. If people watch them in stories, that's gonna count. Um, and it just gets more traction to your reel. Now, I know some people teach you not to share reels to stories, but I'm just, I'm a big believer in sharing my reels to stories because that's where my warm leads are. And most of the time when I'm posting these reels, it's really good information that I want my warm leads to see. So that's why I share them to stories. Once I've shared that to stories, I'm going to flip through my stories and go reply to some of my friends, you know, that are showing up there just to get the engagement going. And then I'm going to head to my news feed or my explore, not my, my news feed, my feed a main feed where I'm following people. And I'm going to comment on like three to five people's posts. I'm gonna leave a genuine comment like, you know, hey, this is so true. This is why I believe in blah, blah, blah. You know, tell them, explain, actually go into detail and be genuine. Do that to like three to five of your post. Then you're gonna go over to the explore feed and you're gonna find a couple popular posts and go comment on those. 
every time I do this, it tends to help my engagement. I always, you know, once I do that, I end up closing the app, going to do whatever I got to do. And when I come back, I come back to some good engagement. I'm just a true believer that you have to give to get. And so I try to give engagement as much as I can so that I will get it back in return. Now, do I think you need to do this every single time? No, I know that it can take some time to do that. I think for all of that engagement work that I just talked about, it's about 15 minutes. Um, So if you have time, do that. If you don't, you know, it's not a do or die. Um, But that is my engagement strategy for once I'm done with reels. All right, guys, if you liked this episode, I do have um, more trainings on viral reels over on my YouTube channel, Social Marketing Queen. Um, You can find that by searching my name, Caitlin Rhodes or Social Marketing Queen. Ton of trainings that are specific to creating viral reels. And if you liked this episode, I really hope that you will leave me a five-star review to wherever you are listening to your podcast right now. Um, I'm trying to spotlight some of you in my episodes because I truly, truly appreciate you. And if you're not following me on Instagram yet, I'm over there, social marketing queen or call her creator, whichever one you want to do. And thank you for being here and I'll see you guys next week.